0: Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.
1: This episode of Pine Tar for Breakfast is brought to you by Yingling Traditional Lager. Elevate your taste, spread your wings. Today, fresh off his debut, Spencer Howard joins me right here on Pine Tar for Breakfast. In the air to- What up and welcome to another episode of Pine Talk for Breakfast I am your host, Kevin Franzen Yeah, that's right, not dead I'm here, alive, in the basement Be back tonight to help out the boys As LA has been on a wonderful streak I'm sorry for that LA, but it is what it is Anyway, uh, pretty, pretty eventful around here lately, huh? Like the pen, yeah, maybe. Certain things happen. That's fine. But we had one great thing happen over the weekend. And that was Spencer Howard. Spencer Howard now in a Philadelphia Phillies uniform, wearing number forty-eight, and he joins me, right here, on Pine Tar for Breakfast. And yeah, I'm, uh, I'm embarrassingly bringing him on for the tenth time today uh, for this recording of Pine Tar for Breakfast. Uh, But that's what I got to do to the rookie. You got to make sure that he stays humble. Uh, Spencer Howard, welcome.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for having me. Great to to get on.
1: (laughs) uh, I'm excited to have you on here. Uh, I'm I'm just like all Philly fans, uh, you know, just anticipating you being here. You're here. Um, Tell us about it. How was it?
0: Yeah, man. It was great. Uh, Obviously, like results-wise, wasn't exactly what I was hoping for, but – I mean, just to get out there and compete against really, really good hitters and after kind of a, an interesting start to the year. Um it was great. So yeah.
1: The way I mean look, there's there's so many ways you can look at it. Uh people will be like, Oh man, you didn't win, you didn't do this, like that okay, great. That's fine. You got your feet wet, you get you get it there, you do it. What you anticipated before did it match up to what it felt like after?
0: Um I'd say overall, yes. I knew, like, obviously, big league hitters are fantastic, really fast bats, and they're going to hit mistakes. And I made a bunch of mistakes, and they got hit. So, you know, um, that's just the way it's going to be. And it's a good uh, good starting place, and I know what i got to work on. So,
1: yeah, I'm well, excited. I-, I think it's funny because you-, you say you made a bunch of mistakes. So, technically, you might have. But also a couple of balls that they hit out were balls just like slightly off the plate down. I mean, the you, you're looking at like little like inches. You're going, oh my god! Like they, at some point you're like, you looked at the Cunha homer and you're going, oh, all right. Like you got to tip your cap every once in a while. It's like you're you're mad, but like that that's not one that you're like pissed.
0: Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> I guess I'm I'm talking more of like. I would get ahead and then try to make the perfect pitch and then just spin something super hittable over the middle of the plate and then gets put in play stuff like that. Um, so yeah, nothing like crazy, crazy. Um, there were a few situations where it definitely could have snowballed and yeah. managed to, uh, to you avoid that. Him. So yeah, overall, like in my book, that's a win, man.
1: So, okay. You, you, you take out, Everything. I mean, we know the pandemic's been, you know, uh, in a mind of its own. It's changed everything in this world. Um, You know, family was not able to be there, fans, all that stuff. Were you still in that moment able to enjoy it? That's been my biggest worry for guys making debuts this year is enjoying it. Were you able to enjoy it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, It's – barring all of the family and friends being able to be there and stuff, it's still – everything that you've dreamed about for you know since you've been playing baseball so i was still able to enjoy it in that sense um it never really hit me until like a couple days before when they actually told me that i was going to get called up how much i would have actually liked my family and all my friends to be there um so that yeah it does suck but i mean still it was still a great experience and just to be able to compete again was so fun so yeah it was that's was
1: great. Yeah, I mean, look, it, and that's the one thing that I, I know that will always differ from me and you on this is both from California, Northern California. Uh, you know, I grew up a, a Giants fan, and my debut was there. But it was in front of my family, mm-hmm. and that, that, that's why I asked that question because I know what it meant to for me to have my family there, you know, and and, and mm-hmm. you know that your parents, your friends, uh, you, you told me that they were Zooming together, which is <laughs> yeah, awesome but it, it's like it th- those are the moments that like we we take for granted i think you know in, in a situation like this and and you just hope that everyone enjoyed it
0: mhm yeah for sure and then
1: i mean hopefully next
0: year if everything clears up and the whole covid situation with the world is okay they'll i'm sure they'll all make a a trip out and uh we can do something fun so it's not the end of the world and i'm definitely grateful for it but um Yeah, I'm excited to have them out at some point.
1: Jitters, the same, different. Like, I mean, could you? I I think when when people think about big league debuts, they think about like the the night before and the sleepless nights and all this stuff. It's like because of the excitement, right? And uh, anything go on that was a little little different than normal?
0: Not too much, surprisingly. Um, I'd say for the most part, I was pretty good i just tried to stay in my routine and i knew that if i did everything the same that i uh normally do then it would take care of itself uh in the first inning maybe like honestly maybe throughout the whole game i was a little uh overthrowing <laughs> but n- nothing too intense so um yeah i'd say overall it was it was okay
1: So I've been telling my buddies and and just got people around here and and you're going to find it. And I don't know if you're, you were a Giants fan growing up or not, but I related a lot of your debut with the freak with Tim Linscombs uh, in, in in similar situations. Um, He was called up faced the Phillies on Sunday Mm -hmm. night baseball. And I, I was in Arizona or yeah, we were in Arizona. We got called up together at the same time, you know, being recalled. And, everything was off for him like just you know trying to like oh I got to do this and this because I'm in the big leagues I got he, he didn't get his routine until a second start and literally you guys had almost like identical lines and you faced <laughs> I'm not going to say identical lineups but that Phillies lineup was ridiculous but you faced an incredible lineup with the Braves <laughs> uh do you think that like knowing that the next time around like your routine everything like it, it, it'll be normal
0: yeah, that's what I'm planning on. I would have been in a worse situation if I felt, you know, super sharp and everything was going my way. But then they were still hitting the ball and giving up runs. That's yeah. what. Uh, that's what would have got to me. So I'm trying to just take my victories where I where I can get them. You know, as you said, got my feet wet, and then hopefully next time I'm not going to try to do too much. Just trust my stuff, and we'll see what happens.
1: The one thing I I, I loved was the tempo. You know, you know, you feel like. Look, I I know who your college coach is, uh, you know, and and your coach is with Teddy Worker and Larry Lee. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. And I know that that's something that's emphasized there, right? I mean, it's a a tempo Mm -hmm. thing. And then you got on the same page with JT, and you could just see you guys working together. How fun was that?
0: Oh, it's incredible. I've had the pleasure to throw a few bullpens to him too beforehand. So it wasn't like it was a a strange thing to uh, throw to him, but to be – in a game and actually like being the thick of it with him was just incredible. So I'm super thankful for that.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's just, you know, he's just awesome. I mean, yeah. if, if you, <laughs> with what DD tweets out after games, I mean, he is the robot. I mean, he's, he's, he's stupid athletic. Uh, he, mm-hmm. he cares. He's passionate. It's like, it's so many things about, you know, the catching position you want. You got to throw to it. Like you, you got to throw to mm-hmm. the elite of the elite.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I feel spoiled.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. So, Now you get you get here and expectations are high um, because, you know, I think there's a lot of people that have been wanting something and not about something new because, you know, Aaron Dole has been been relatively new the Mm -hmm. last few years. Uh, It's just anticipating more because I feel like with with Cole Hamels, like Kyle Kendrick, you get guys that have come through the system and succeeded and helped out winning. What what is your mindset in this whole thing?
0: I'm um, just trying to get a little bit better every day. Um, that's kind of been my mindset for the last couple of years. And I know if I can improve my consistency throughout my repertoire of pitches, um, then good things will happen. So I'm not trying to put any external pressure on myself, but just, yeah, you know, if I, if I do a little bit every day and get that 1% better, then good things will happen.
1: Yeah. And you seem like the one that like you could shrug, like it eats at you inside on a bad outing, but like externally, no one knows. And I feel like that, that's something you're, are you, or maybe, maybe I'm off. Are you a guy that wears your emotions on your sleeves?
0: Um, No, I try to stay pretty level on everything. I think, you know, if like obviously everybody saw the outing. So, Nobody can say anything to me that I haven't already said to myself. <laughs> um, so, I, like, I'm not gonna get caught off guard with anything. But, yeah, I think overall, just try to keep my highs low and my lows high, and go from there.
1: Yeah, and you're you're just like, yeah, sweet. Okay, great. You didn't throw the fastball. I did. All right. You didn't <laughs> you didn't throw the breaking ball. I did. Like when you go back on it with your buddies, were they like, dude, you faced Acuna, you faced Freeman? How did you throw him that? Like, were (laughs) any of them like that? Were they critical?
0: No, no, none of them. Everybody was super stoked, which that also helps. So, dude, that's the best part though.
1: I like. I remember my buddies are like, dude, you remember? Like, I can't believe you're like what you did and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I don't remember, man. Like, I just like they, they were living. I would say vicariously through me, but at the same mm-hmm. time, like I felt the excitement from my, my, my best friends, my college buddies for my debut than anything. Like, that's what I, I feel like I remember more. Mm-hmm. It, it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if there's, if there's one thing that, uh, you know, Philly fans are, are, you know, want to get to know you, they're going to get to know you. What's the one, like, is there something that you did during, you know, the pandemic, uh, then the shutdown and before summer camp 2.0, that, uh, would pique some interest in, in, in some people.
0: Um, Hmm. Uh,
1: (laughs) Are you a DIYer?
0: Honestly, honestly, I don't think so. Not, not too interesting over here.
1: (laughs) Are you a gamer?
0: Yeah. I just recently bought a, a laptop to game on and i i do really enjoy that i think it's fun to compete and then also the whole catching up with my college buddies and that aspect of it is great too so that's kind of a, a pastime, if you will
1: well now the question is, this leads to the question okay so now that you're in the show and you're in the show with harp like i mean you got to use his like eight billion followers <laughs> on twitch or whatever and and, and you got to get this thing going
0: yeah kind of launched myself my own career huh?
1: <laughs> you got to have your own brand like you know like uh, basically joe girardi called you sh the other day without even trying to tell you know because he couldn't get out your name you know his initials are mm-hmm. sh so i mean you, you got the start of a handle right there like sh- <laughs> yeah.
0: everything's set up nicely for me i just gotta capitalize on it <laughs> I,
1: I think so i think so like okay <laughs> with, with with all that uh you get to you get to a clubhouse. That's there's certain things that like I love about debuts and like going in. Like you know when when you get in, you get set up. You look at that the, the uni. What well, what was mm-hmm. your first thought? Like what, what's that first thought when you look at oh, that uni?
0: That was a those are probably the best unis in baseball, man. The baby oh. blues.
1: And it's you got a pretty to make your pretty, debut in that.
0: Yeah, uh, and throw to JT. I mean, come on, what else could you ask for?
1: No, that seriously though, that is like the one thing that you go, you look at it and you're like, oh man, because you're in the age group. Like, let's be honest here. You're 20, you just turned 24. Happy birthday, by the way. Mm
0: -hmm. Thank you. Thank Uh, you.
1: Appreciate it. And you you, you just turned 24, so you you're in that realm of like, you know, unis are awesome. Like, the the gear, that 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 type stuff. Like, I was a big gear guy. Like, I loved it. Mm -hmm. I love seeing my uni. I love you know all the different you know throwbacks that you would get. With the baby blues come on mm-hmm. like you can't <laughs> there's nothing even close to that
0: no it's so pretty and they're so comfortable and yeah it was, it was incredible
1: I mean that okay so then you you look at your number and you're like all right did, did you are you a big number guy like did you want a certain number were you hoping for a certain number no, or did you want I, to keep 83 <laughs> definitely not
0: 83 um yeah, I'm not too big on it, but I think 48 is nice. Um, I, did, I, was curi- I was more curious than anything to see what they would give me. What so, did you want? Yeah, um, out of all the available ones, I thought, what was it? I think I was shooting for 28 maybe, hoping. But wait, wait, wait. You said what? Off. Shooting for 28 maybe. Do you, know
1: who, do you know who wore 28 here in Philadelphia? Who? Jason Worth. And myself. <laughs> That's right, if you would have known that, I seriously texted Phil that day, Phil Sheridan, shout out mm-hmm. Phil, uh, to, I'm like, dude, 28's available, gotta get it to him, gotta get the kid 28, <laughs> gotta get the kid 28, and he's like, 48 looks good on him right now, I, I want him, I, I he'd probably wanna be in the 30s, I'm like, nope, 28, let's go, how about that?
0: Yeah, maybe it's a California
1: thing. It, it should be, it should be, I mean, that that is a special, special number, like, you know, what's cool is like, like from being from California and you, you get to learn about a city, you get to learn about a franchise. Um, I always knew about the Phillies. I grew up watching Phillies games because of, you know, the playing the brave so much and mm-hmm. being a, a TBS kid, you get the you, you get the experience <laughs> So it's like being, being able to learn and learn about numbers, like learning what guys, what were, what is f- so fascinating to me. And like, you know, for you. 48 like it Mm -hmm. who's worn 48 here not a lot of guys (laughs) yeah not a lot of guys yeah so you get to make your you get to make your name in that
0: yeah it's a clean slate tap into your inner eagle
1: and spread your wings with yingling traditional auger a bold amber color near 200 years in the making all-american brew so plug in rock out and let the night take flight. Yingling Traditional Lager. Spread your wings. Spread our wings, let it ride. DJ Yingling Son, Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Please drink responsibly. A couple more minutes with Spencer Howard right here on Pine Tower for breakfast. Um, all right, so next start, next outing. Uh, I don't know if they've told you everything that's going on, and if they have, uh, could you share? If not, don't worry about it.
0: Um, yeah, uh, so I'm throwing a bullpen today and then rumor has it, I don't really know exactly how it's going to go down, but maybe piggybacking with Vince on Friday, would it be?
1: So how do you get your mindset for that? Like in in, Um, in all honesty, I think it's a, it's a, it's a classic, you know, question because it's, it's one of those that needs to be asked. Like you're used to starting, this mm -hmm. would be different.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, it's. The same game though you know so i'm just gonna try to treat it as if i'm starting from the sixth inning or whatever you know how far he's gonna go Mm -hmm. um and then yeah from there on just treat it the same
1: and like you know you mentioned vince and and look guys know guys know when there's guys there for your job there's guys there but Vince is a guy that's very thoughtful. He's, like, just like mm-hmm. competitive as hell, but then, like, off the field, nicer than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, are there other guys in that clubhouse, including Vince, like th- that have, like, kind of you know, – not taking you under, because it's hard to take you under in a pandemic right now, but, you know, kind of showing you the ropes, showing you the way?
0: Yeah, man. Uh, I spent pretty much every day throwing with Pavetta um, during the quarantine just because we were the – a couple of the guys that were uh, staying in Clearwater. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if I know if I have any questions and anything, I can go to him or some of the yeah. other guys. Um, Nolan and I, th- we threw for a few weeks there too in Clearwater until he, uh, until he went back home. So honestly, everybody's really approachable.
1: And uh, yeah, Nolan's really not. He's, yeah. he's just a jerk. <laughs> <He's> a total <laughs> dick. <laughs> Isn't it, 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 he's unbelievable because he's just like, <laughs> whatever. Like, I'm, I'm just here for us. Like, I'm not here for mm-hmm. me. I'm here for us. Like, that, That's. Yeah. Um, do you take note of, like, his routine and what, you know, because obviously everything's up to you, right? It is your mm-hmm. individual mm-hmm. routine. You are yourself. But watching people in between starts, is that something that you're curious to watch throughout, you know, the, re- the next couple weeks?
0: Yeah. So even seeing that during the first spring training and then some not as much during the – summer training whatever you want to call it because our groups were split up yeah but yeah the first spring training j- just seeing like the amount of preparation and stuff that some of these guys go through it's i mean they're animals mm-hmm. in, in every sense of the word so i think that was probably the biggest thing for me to learn um not that i don't take my preparation seriously but no, just it's just different you like can, it is different yeah you can always take it to the next level so um yeah, that's something that I'm actually really excited to continue to learn and kind of craft my own way of preparation.
1: Well, that's it. Like the one thing that I, you know, grow, coming up and, and, and watching and playing against like Clayton Kershaw and uh, then you then you see, you know, and get to play with Roy Halladay and then you, you mm-hmm. see how guys prep like starters. You know, for me as, mm-hmm. a, as a position player, I, I mean, you have countless guys that have routines and, and stuff that the prepping, I love elite pitchers. Because mm-hmm. they, they they do everything outside of their start to get better for the next, and it's like mm-hmm. oh my god to watch it to watch Nola is amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. It's it's no accident that he's as good as he is. You know. Yeah.
1: Is is there someone that like you grew up watching that for you? You, I'm not trying to say like you mimic, uh, but you looked up to. Is there someone that you're like man? I lo- I, you, I, I will not miss a start of his.
0: <laughs> um. Well, it's kind of funny, but I didn't really watch that much baseball. But I would always in class watch uh, highlights and stuff of Jake. And now really? that he's on the same staff, yeah, it's pretty cool.
1: What was it about so, him?
0: Uh, I don't know. He's just an animal, a complete what, workhorse. What? Like because he's hairy. It was <laughs> that <laughs> that year that he had the couple no hitters oh. and all that. It was just like, who is this guy? You know, he's on a he's on a different level. Um so yeah, I I'm not necessarily mimicked my um wind up or anything after him. No, but you just loved watching th- him. He, he, yeah, just just loved to watch.
1: You know what I loved about Jake during that time too is that he knew. Like he just knew. Like you could you know when you walk out, like and you see people like these pitchers walk out, it's like ho ho, yeah, whatever. It's like you knew. Every time mm. he rolled out in the outfield and did his like, you know, whatever, a hundred push ups before a start and you're like <laughs> He's like – he's looking at the other team while he's doing it. He's just like, hey, what's up, fellas? Getting ready. Getting this pump on. Like him and Scherzer, like during those times, it was like, really? Come on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. No, I, I I find all that stuff, you know, fascinating because guys like Jake, they are where they are. They've made the money they've made because they're unbelievable preparers and Mm -hmm. you know compete you know they compete like no other but they prep like no other and it's a testament to where they are
0: Mm -hmm. absolutely
1: all right so last thing uh if there's one thing that you uh wish could have happened on your debut what would it have been
0: oh definitely to have my friends and family there
1: okay on the field That's it. Um, it. You just went the easy route, kid. Come on. I mean, that's the one thing
0: that popped in my mind. That's that's, That's, that's
1: a a good that's a great thing
0: (laughs) Um, on the field. One thing I wish, um, well, I wish for myself that I wouldn't have overthrown so much. um, But obviously, that's that's just my deal. So we'll figure it
1: out. I'm hoping you would have said I wanted to hit. <laughs> that's what. That's, yeah, that, I, that's really what I was, like, that, I was like. All I care for is you just say you want to hit.
0: Man, yeah, that's a crazy year.
1: It is a crazy year, but you know what? Look, you'll get your first knock next year. Let's get just get that out of the way. There's no let, let let's let's just hope that that's the case. All right, we need that yeah, yeah. to
0: happen. Absolutely.
1: All right, buddy. Well, I I appreciate you coming on Pine Tar for breakfast. Uh, It is not breakfast time. It is lunchtime. You're headed to the park soon and getting Mm -hmm. ready for your next outing. Uh, But, man, it is sure great to catch up. It is awesome, awesome that you are here.
0: Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Thanks, dude. Yeah, you got it.
1: And there he is, the kid, Spencer Howard, number 48 for your Philadelphia Phillies. Joining me right here on Pine Tar for Breakfast post Phillies debut, Major League debut, and all that. Great kid. Great stuff. Great things are about to happen for that guy. Again, thank you so much for listening to Pine Tar for Breakfast, which was brought to you by Yingling Traditional Lager. Elevate your taste, spread your wings. I'll see you, or I'll talk to you guys later tonight, myself, for two innings. For the 4th and the 5th, that's about right. LA needs a break. Why not? Peace!